Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bring him in now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee. Kevin, how big of a win in your opinion was this last night? I, I know there is a temptation, Bill, to, uh, to to sort of dismiss the injuries on the 49ers, the issues that they've had, and, and to sort of just look at this as, you know, beating up on a, on a team that was hobbled. And I, I, it, I bought into that until I watched how these Packers operated last night. And they came down on the first drive of the game and scored, and it reminded me, that's the eighth straight game they've done that. And then, you know, Aaron Jones, even not at full strength, got 20 touches last night and was at least marginally effective. And Marcos Valdez-Scantling caught two balls, both for touchdowns. And Devontae Adams just racked it up. And I, I it hit me. I'm like, wait a minute. This, this is exactly the thing this Packers team needed. They, you know, with all of the craziness that came into this game, with COVID cases, with, uh, with injury question marks, with the short week and the long road trip, uh, this was decisive. And I think having 10 days in between is nice because they can sort of savor this. That Vikings loss doesn't stay in their mouths for that long. They can take this now into Jacksonville next week and these other games to, you know, in the weeks to come. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a momentum turner. I, 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 I woke up today thinking this is something they can live off of for a while. That was kind of what I was thinking. I thought there's no, a number of things. Well, first of all, your, your counterpart over there at 58, Drew Burgoyne, already chimed in and said, well, this is obviously going to matter when it comes to seeding in the NFC. So that's first and foremost, and I agree with him. But I thought you did what you were supposed to do to a team that had beat you up pretty bad so uh, to me, I'm thinking to myself, you, in a short week on a Thursday night when you have to travel to the West Coast as a team either either in the Midwest or uh, on, the, uh, on the East Coast, it's almost an impossibility to win because historically the numbers don't support you going there and getting a win. So not only did you get a win, but you got a win in a convincing fashion. Yes, you have some things, that some warts on that game, but you didn't expect a clean game because all the Thursday night games have been pretty sloppy for lack of a better term. So this was that kind of a game where you did exactly what you were supposed to do, and you don't apologize for it, right? That's it. You you started strong. And by the way, uh, I, I'm sure that Burgoyne was over there bench-pressing two other members of the, of the weather department at 58 while he was doing that, trying to eat his uh, his oatmeal here and get his nourishment to, to start his weekend. But, uh, I, but you know, we all saw the same, the, the same early – 
uh, a decisive big start from the Packers. That that's the thing that uh, I think can overcome any well, not any, but at least some warts for a team. If you if you come out and you've got that strong start, you score first. You you know you establish momentum early in a game, and man, this is the team that can do that because you have you know an all timer at quarterback. You have a, a guy who's clearly scheming things extremely well as a head coach. And you have a difference maker at both uh, receiver and running back. I mean, yeah, you might come up with other issues during the course of the year, but those right there are the building blocks for a team that's going to win a lot more than it loses. And then I think that's the thing we, we, we uh, found out last night, even while Drew was chugging his pre-workout watching the game. <laughs> Did you learn anything about Marquez Valdez-Scantling? <laughs> okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something. Uh, last night, that game ended just in time for us to put highlights on the air, and I, you know, one, that was one of the highlights was that deep, deep ball where he got behind the secondary. And I, normally, you know, I try not to throw a lot of like sarcastic comments in there. Right. It slipped out of my mouth. I said, "Well, you can't drop that one." Um, right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I said that on live All television, right. and I felt kind of bad about it. But I, it, it's. That's frustration on, on my part because because I have seen all of these drops. But the truth is uh, that what he has from a skill set standpoint is he does have the speed to get behind a pretty good defense. He has the ability to do what you saw on that play quite a bit. And sometimes with a guy in his, you know, a few years into the league here, uh, you get that sort of momentum, that sort of confidence from a play like that. I might see it more often. So I guess what I learned is, I don't mind that I have to depend on him a little bit, but I clearly was a little frustrated by some of these drops this yeah. year. I, I, and, and you tell me what you think. I equated him to Jermichael Finley. You get him a little bit of confidence, you get him involved, and all of a sudden he can turn around and somewhat perform for you. And I know some people said, ah, I don't know if I'm going to go that far. But it, last night he had the drops, and then they went back to him, both times for touchdowns. And it looked like he was, as it was going on, gaining confidence. And, and in that same sense, remember Aaron Rodgers said after the game during his presser that when they went to the sideline and they drew up this play, he looked at him and said, do you want it? He said, oh, yeah, I want it. Come back to me. So at least yeah. it gives you a little bit of insight to say, okay, this guy does – it's not like he's out there with his head down. It feels like when he gets a little bit of confidence and a nod from the quarterback, he can perform. Yeah, you, you, if you have a few drops, but you have a receiver confident enough that he can make the play, and you have a quarterback like Rodgers, who, who, as he said, as you mentioned in postgame, doesn't have hesitation to go back to him. Those, those two things can, can help a lot. It's, it's the whole uh, you know, not letting a loss beat you twice kind of thing where if you if you have something bad that happens and you end up dwelling on it and it gets in your head and it can, you know, end up affecting you for multiple weeks and it, it didn't happen for him. And I, I thought that atonement was really, really nice because not a lot of receivers get that chance. You can have that combination of, you know, a receiver that wants the ball and a quarterback that's going to go back to him and something else in a play can happen to keep that from happening. What if, you know, Rodgers gets different pressure and can't air it out, that kind of thing. But the stars aligned on that one, and uh, I think if you're going into this Jacksonville game, you you know, you probably will involve MBS more in this thing because I, I think now that, that arrow is pointing upward for him. Talking with uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in Milwaukee, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, certainly uh, an incredible combination. Is Devontae Adams, the, the argument today was, is Devontae Adams the number one receiver in the league? And first of all, no. DeAndre Hopkins is 
the number one receiver in the league. He's just fantastic. But I don't want to really get into the top two and top three, but let's just say Devontae Adams certainly deserves the respect to be talked about in that sense. And even though he's not the fastest, he's not the tallest, he doesn't leap, he's, he's got the best route running and the best probably feel for a quarterback uh, of a lot of these other guys that are out there. That's the, those are the reasons you look at Devontae Adams and say that's the reason he's one of the top receivers in the league, correct? That's exactly it. He's, he's got a different kind of focus, and that was, that's been evident uh, for quite a while. But, uh, but that, that focus that, uh, you know, the, from the route running to all of the details, I mean, you know, you see him in practice and what he does even for the younger receivers, you know, and, and it helps, you know, discuss some things with them and sort of give them a different insight. I mean, he does to his position group what Aaron Rodgers does a little bit to his position group. He does all of these little things to make the guys around him better. So, yeah, I don't know if you if you can really say that, that this specific receiver is number one or this is number two, but if you're building a team of the best players in football, Devontae's got to be on that team because he has, uh, uh, you know, it, even in a situation like they've had the last couple of weeks where there is not someone like a Jordy Nelson or a Randall Cobb on the other side, Devontae still gets himself open and still – is putting up these great numbers. So it's elite, that's for sure. Um, talking about the other side of the football, the defensive side of the football, I, I, if I had to kind of percentage-wise out of play last night, I thought Kenny Clark gives you his effort, and I always like watching Kenny Clark, and I try to focus on him at times. And, I, you know, I, if I had to give him a grade last night of, you know, I'd probably give him a B. I don't know about an A. The effort's certainly there, but, you know, didn't have the same effect. Tyler Lancaster, he was in on a play, he was out on a play, in on a play. It, it seems like that defensive front still is an area of concern. Linebacking last night when Barnes went down, it seemed like there was some drop-off. But the tackling at least was better last night. Um, how would you give that defense kind of graded out last evening? Yeah, I, I thought, you know, and obviously your numbers, the, the way the scoreboard looked was, was based on a very, very late touchdown. So it was not even as close as that score shows. Uh, I I think it's a solid effort. I think it's a it's probably a B level effort from the defense. This is the one point though where I have to kind of remind myself that instead of Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle, I was watching Nick Mullins and Richie James. So I gotta I do have to remember that there was a drop off in talent level, but you still have to make those plays. Jarek McKinnon was still in this game and got a dozen carries in this game. So uh, you still gotta stop those guys. And and uh, I thought as a team they did that better you know collectively as a group than i've seen them do in a while where we're not sitting here today and thinking about them getting gashed by the run or gashed by something specific i think that's that's where the biggest win comes from and if you're a guy like mike Penton who took four days of pretty extreme heat you don't have to hear it for the next 10 days and i think that's probably uh, good news for him and the guys that play for him yeah that's going to be my next question when you talk about mike Petton. um you know, I, I mean, I know there's the, hey, they better get it fixed and get it fixed right now. And last night was at least a step in the right direction. The next real test for this team, though, um, you can say Jacksonville is not going to be much of a test, although you can't overlook them. You get them at Lambeau Field. Maybe Indianapolis. I don't know if Indianapolis has a juggernaut of an offense with Phillip Rivers because he just doesn't look like he's got the downfield capability, but certainly they can run the football. But really the next test defensively, can you call it the Bears? Because the Bears' offense stinks. Really, that game is going to come down to more whether or not Aaron Rodgers and company are able to score against a really good defense in Chicago, right? That's going to be one of the most fun things to watch in a long time. You're talking right after a holiday. 
that turkey will still be settling in. I'll be sort of, you know, coming in and out of naps all, all day, and then I'll be watching Rodgers uh, against a, a defense <laughs> that prides itself on propping that team up. And that's, uh, right. this is the kind of thing that belongs on primetime football on a holiday week. So, I, I mean, I think Indy, Indy is going to be a, a, a marginally difficult test. It would be tougher if you had fans and you were dealing with the, you know, the screaming faithful, you know, because that's a road game. But uh, yeah, I, I would say that they're set up for a couple of pretty good weeks ahead. I, I could see, you know, two wins without too bad of a speed bump with Jacksonville and, and Indy in this no fan era. And then, yeah, Chicago's the one you circle. Then you're back around the NFC North football. And I mean, at that point, you could be talking eight and two and thinking about nine and two and, you know, I, I you, now you start to you know zoom the camera out a little, and you go, man, nine and two after you mm-hmm. thirteen and three last year. This is yeah. this is success. It's it's really really good for this team over these two years. Good stuff, Kevin. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your weekend and uh, eat the oatmeal, okay? Yeah. If I you realize if I don't, literally Drew comes in and like tries to throw me off of some imaginary top rope, and and if there's not a top rope, it hurts. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> Appreciate it. There you go. Kevin Holden, CBS 58, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.